You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. This is the Jabberjaw Podcast Network. Visit JabberjawMedia.com for more shows like this one. Hello and welcome to episode 64 of the Manage Mental Podcast, a weekly discussion on hot topics in the music biz for the up-and-comers, the brand newbies, the beginners, and aspiring rock stars of tomorrow. This podcast is propelled by your input and feedback, so please rate and review and leave us a comment on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to this show. I am your host, Mr. Blasco, and as always, I am joined by my good friend, the co-host from the other coast, Mr. Mike Mowry. You know, I'm pretty good at math, and I was going to try to double 64 and say that's the fever that I'm running, but that would be way too high, Blasco. You would be dead. dead. So (laughs) I'm crushing through with a 101 point something fever, but you know what, Blasco? This is a moment in my week that I truly cherish to be able to talk with you about the exciting things in the biz. So there's no rest for the wicked, brother. Uh, Our listeners will be happy to know that you are committed to the project, my friend. Yeah, boy. (laughs) In the last episode, we chatted with Under Oath Manager Randy Nichols about the importance of marketing plans. That was a super cool episode, so check it out if you haven't already. Today's episode is sponsored by our buddies at rockabilia.com. Go check them out for the awesomest collection of officially licensed band merch on the planet. Use our code PCJabberJaw and get 15% off your entire order. Yeah, as we say each and every week, Rockabilia has been great in supporting us as a show as well as the network. So everything you can do to, to support them, we got 500,000 plus officially licensed products in all kinds of genres as well as I think they got like horror movies and all kinds of stuff that you know I, I'm not it would, would completely overwhelm me but if you're in the market for t-shirts that have something cool printed on them head over to Rockabilia tell them Blasco and Mike sent you use the code PC Jabberjaw for 15% off Today's episode is also sponsored by the cool kids over at bandzoogle.com where you can build a stunning website for your music in minutes. Try it free for 30 days and be sure to use the promo code MENTAL to get 15% off the first year of your subscription. Pretty funny, I've got an artist who we're gearing up to release a new album. And in the liner notes, they were like, well, what do we put? Do we put our Facebook page or Instagram? You know, we've got this website. You know, they've got the domain, but not the website. And they're like, does anybody even go to websites anymore? And it just made me think of what Van Zubel's trying to do. And the nice thing about websites for an artist is, you know, Facebook, there's all this chaos happening with the privacy. Who knows how long they'll be around? Who knows how long Instagram will be around? You know, all of these socials that are ever, you know, kind of uh, interchanging. Your domain can and should be the one hub that you take control of. And Banzoogle makes it really, really easy for you. They're started by artists. Their employees are artists. 
and they are looking out for artists, which is one of the reasons why they came to us. They know we've got that same love for all of you. So head on over bandzoogle.com, uh, mental for 15% off. Yes. This week, we talk about how to boost your Spotify streams legally. This is going to be killer, so let's get mental. So, Mike, uh, you know, Spotify, you know, they're, uh, they're out there on Wall Street now. From what I could tell, that um, they've uh, they're doing some uh, pretty good business on their on their IPO. That's just the sign of the times, man. I, you know, I think it's the future. And I am uh, not a Wall Street expert, but let me correct you. It's actually something called a DPO, which is a direct public offering. Uh, IPO is where they go and get a bank to underwrite it and then open it to the masses. I guess a DPO allows people who had shares so. You know, I heard Sony, you know, uh, who owned a bunch of shares, they were able to offload theirs into the marketplace. So it's a little bit different. Uh, I'm trying to sound really smart, even though I don't know that much about either of them. But you're right. They're out there. They're now a public company. And yeah, I mean, they are just they're a force to be reckoned with. They're a freaking juggernaut. Yeah. And I mean, look, regardless of if, you know, Spotify and Apple continue their you know, Coke versus Pepsi race for domination in the streaming world. I don't think that any of us can keep our heads in the sand any longer or pretend that streaming isn't the future of our beloved music business. And so in a previous episode, we talked about how to get on Spotify playlists, right? Because a lot of the narrative is that it's all about streaming, it's all about Spotify, and therefore it's going to be all about playlisting. So um, I found a, an article on HypeBot from uh, a guy named Manuel Overbeck, and his article is called Five Tips to Boost Your Spotify Streams Legally, right? Because it's like, okay, the first question is, if it's all about Spotify playlists, how do I get on a playlist, right? And then if it's all about Spotify, how do I boost my streams, right? Because if it's no longer going to be about sales, it's going to be all about streaming numbers. So how do we boost those, right? So let's let's dig into this article. You know, it is so interesting to me. And just like, you know, when we were talking about Banzoogle and we mentioned Facebook and Instagram and, you, you know, you and I lived through the, the crash and the, and, and the disappearance of MySpace, right? And so I, I always kind of keep in the back of my mind that like, yeah, Spotify is the thing that everybody's talking about right this second, but that doesn't mean you got to put all your eggs in just this one basket. So as we go through this, just want people to keep in mind, like this has to be part of an overall strategy of how to promote your music and how to, you know, get it out there and get people to start listening and pay attention. Yeah. Just felt that was worth saying. Yes. Um, so with Spotify now becoming one of the best ways to showcase new music, artists are eager for ways to get their music on the platform and quickly see results. Here we look at five different avenues for getting your music into the ears of potential fans via Spotify. Number one, 
fan push. Ask your fans, friends, and family to add your song to their private playlists right at the beginning. Do a competition and motivate them to playlist your song. Even the smallest playlist counts. Yeah, I mean, so much of what Spotify does is utilizes algorithms. And even though I'm not familiar with exactly what, you know, micro movements affect them, I do know that, yes, people engaging, just like on socials, people engaging with your songs. So in this case, playing them, adding them to, to playlists, adding them to their libraries, um, and in the event of, of an, a record not being out, um, what's that function where you can, uh, man, I'm forgetting the term, but you can add it like, you can like pre-add it to your library. Do you know what I'm talking about, Blasco? Or am, am I? Yeah, the, the, for like instead of like a pre-ordering an album, you mean you can you, pre-save it, I think. the stream so that whenever the album comes out, it automatically gets in your feed so that you it, it's a reminder to listen to it. Yep, that's right. So all of those things absolutely, you know, again, it's somebody engaging with it. And so, you know, we've done this with, with our artists that we manage or on the label. You know, we create graphics, you know, in that we can put into the other social streams that encourage people to A, follow the band, B, add certain tracks to their libraries, you know, C, playlist them. So... Yeah, this is this is good. Ask the people that are already invested in you, your fans, your friends, and your family. Yeah, I mean, look, this is called fan push, and as as a phrase or as a, as a as a catch catch all, you know, maybe this is a real thing. Maybe it's like, oh, you know, I wouldn't think that everybody has makes their own playlist but maybe this is a thing maybe this is something to where bands encourage their fans to begin creating playlists of their own and um and maybe it's specifically like hey make your make a make you know whatever your band is make a playlist and put the songs in order of which ones you like best or maybe make it to where you're making a set list on spotify and that you'd like us to do on like like you you're in a band and you're going to go on tour you reach out to your fans and you're like hey make a spotify playlist and put in the order of this of, of the uh you know make our set list on spotify and share it with us and share it with all your friends or whatever you know i think there's a level of encouragement here to get people to interact with the spotify platform and using your band and your songs as the the catalyst to to do so you know i mean i i think you know partially what you know i i make a joke of like what what should spotify be doing right now and how could how could you know rock bands benefit as we you know as urban and pop uh, fans have really kind of embraced the transition over into streaming. Uh, rock and metal is is a little slow on that. So I kind of joke of like, oh, how can we benefit best from Spotify? Spotify should be reaching out to us and giving us some type of encouragement, like whether it's like a discount code or or what have you, to be able to offer to our fans of like. Hey guys, like we know that you're a little slow to the streaming world. Um, maybe you're a little hesitant for whatever reason, 
but Spotify has given us a discount code, you know, for the next 30 days to where you can sign up for $5 a month as opposed to, you know, $10 a month or I, I don't know, man, I'm just throwing out ideas, nah, but I just totally. I feel like they should be encouraging us to reach out to our fans to get them to sign up to Spotify as opposed to Apple Music or Tidal or whatever. My, my sense is, you know, they're kind of overwhelmed, I think, as much as they had planned to grow as, you know, and be able to go public, like. Uh, just in this rock world we've seen you know they're adding curators and new people almost every single day because we really have transitioned i think rock has begun to really embrace this because it's you know it's mandatory there is no real market for you know physical product uh in 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 mass you know or it, moving toward the future which which we've talked about but i i do really like your idea of you know creating the set list or creating, you know, the tracks in your favorite order. And I think, you know, that's one thing that with with any promotion, you got to have a call to action and then there's got to be like a reward mechanism. So they say a contest. So I think building off of what you just said, you know, you can highlight which person kind of won the set list challenge or, you know, pick at random which person put the, the tracks from the EP or album in, in the best order and and give them something. You got to encourage and incentivize the fans to to take that step along with you. So great ideas there, Blasco. Without a doubt. Uh, number two, pitching with your distributor. Ask your distributor to pitch your song to the new Music Friday playlist. Also do some research and find out in which other bigger playlist your song would fit and tell the distributor as well. So, Mike, this may not apply to everyone because independent bands may not have a distributor. However, you're a record label. Therefore, you're tied into a distributor. If I'm on your label, this is a fair question for me as your artist to ask you, correct? That is correct. And so our record label is distributed through something called The Orchard. And there is a process uh, you know, by which we officially you know, present the tracks, if you will. And so what's funny is, you know, I get a lot of artists who they want to go so quickly. You know, it's like, well, we just finished the, the single. We finished the video. We're ready to go. Let's put it out tomorrow. And they don't understand that, you know, there is, a, you know, Spotify requires, and I don't know the exact period, but I think it's somewhere, you know, two to three weeks out. You've got to have, you know, everything in. It's got to be submitted in a particular fashion. You do have to identify, you know, the playlist that you're, you're targeting and then, you know, it's sort of all hands on deck to anyone and everyone who's got a relationship with the people over there, you know, to kind of let them know that it's in the system, let them know that it's coming, let them know what else is going on with the band to try to, you know, ensure that that we can, you know, push through the, the massive amount of competition that is trying to get on these playlists. Yes. Number three, share every playlist share every playlist your song got added to and tag the curator to show you appreciate and promote it's a very important step to build up a strong relationship with the playlist curator if you connect on a good level, it's a win-win situation since his main goal is to have a successful playlist that gets promoted and yours is to be part of that list. 
Yeah, and I think this is just almost common sense, or at least, you know, this applies to so many things that you and I touch on in these episodes. This is a way of, of showing appreciation and saying thank you. You know, these the people that curate these playlists, yeah, they are. They're sifting through a whole lot of stuff. And so when they do select your track, it is nice. I'm sure they would, you know, they love to hear thank you and get that kind of public call out and know that you're paying attention that they did add you. I think this is great advice. Look, I mean, on the grander scale, there's the playlists that are curated by Spotify itself, right? And they have people in place that are the curators and that's their job to do that. Now, I'll get an email that one of my clients was added to the, say, rock hard playlist or the new metal tracks playlist, right? What These, these Spotify curated playlists. Now, I've, it's potentially easy to kind of take that for granted in that you're just like, oh, oh yeah, it's just like, you know, automatically. But I, we don't look at it that way. Like we screen capture and we'll promote it. Like we'll take that, you know, email and, and we'll and we'll find the graphic for the playlist. We'll put it on the band's pages like, hey, check us out. We were featured on the Rock Hard playlist or whatever. And then I'll screen capture the fact that we are promoting it on our socials and I'll send it to the curator just so that they know that we've acknowledged the fact that we appreciate that we're being included. And so exactly like this person is saying, right? I'm doing that. And that's on the grander scale. Now on the smaller scale, I have a playlist that I do and I do appreciate it whenever a band acknowledges the fact that I have put them on my playlist and they will share it on their socials. So, and that's on a much smaller scale. Like, you know, like I, I've got like, you know, a couple of hundred at best followers on my playlist versus a rock hard playlist. It's got like, you know, whatever, hundreds of thousands, but the, what he's saying here is exactly right on the grandest of scales and on the smallest of scales. Yeah, and that's cool. See, I learned something here from you. I love the idea of taking the screenshot of you promoting it and sending it back to the curator. What we've done a little bit differently is we uh, we do create graphics. We actually create them. So if we get on, let's say, the Rock Hard playlist, I'll take the promo photo or you know some photo related to the artist and actually go and make one you know make a graphic that almost looks like it would have been on spotify but it's curated or i guess you know tailored to the imagery of the artist that that actually got selected but regardless of how you do it i think your point of going and sharing that promotion is is an awesome an awesome tip that i haven't been doing and will do so uh starting now Rock and roll. Uh, number four, pitch non-Spotify playlist. Find three private playlists that fit your music and then find out the contacts of the curators through social media to pitch your song. Offer to share and promote their playlist when they add your track. Slowly build up a relationship, but don't be too pushy. If they include your track and it happened that you got some outstanding promotion results because of it, it's okay to tell them so. They might give you more playlists or move your track higher up the list. Yeah, again, it's about you know communicating and, and showing appreciation for the people who are helping you. And, you know, getting in there and letting them know the things that you're up to and giving, you know, a lot of these people that you do kind of 
hunt and peck for and then ask to be added to their lists, they might not know a ton about your band. And so the more I think you can educate about what's going on um, with them, you know, and, and promote it, it, it will really, you know, incentivize them to move your track further up, give you a little bit more attention. I think, again, awesome stuff here. Yeah, I mean, look, we did a whole episode about this a while back um, of how to find these curators um, and the and the best uh, and the best way to do so. So if you want, you know, uh, go go look through um, go look through our episodes and, and find that one because it's uh, very helpful. And we've actually gotten a lot of uh, messages that people have tried that strategy and it worked. So you know, this very much simplifies and encapsulates that whole that whole episode in in one uh, item yeah, there, here. There's, there's a lot. There's a lot. You know, people are catching on. They're figuring it out. They're knowing that you know there is a strategy that can be utilized to go and get on these playlists. And so you know, I'm even seeing pop. You know, artists who are good at it offering their services to other artists you know they're saying look if you don't have the time or you don't have the energy or you know whatever to go and and navigate and find these playlists we've already done the legwork you know pay us and and we'll go and pitch these things for you so um yeah it's a cool strategy and i'm trying to find which which episode we we covered that in, but we'll move on. And when I find it, I'll mention it. At that yeah, point. like, and and for a second here, I mean, just to touch on this one more time, it's like, it's like I'm, I'm a guy that has a playlist, and I create a brand new playlist every year. And the agenda of my playlist is to focus on, uh, you know, underground bands. Not all underground, but the majority of it is underground. But it's it's. I take a song from an album from a band that was released that year and I update it every week and I'm very meticulous about it. But the point of it is, is that what he says here is find these playlists, find out who the curator is, find them on social media, reach out to them and ask them if they would add them to your playlist. Now that has actually happened to me. People have reached out to me and said, Hey, can you add my song to your, to your playlist? And I check it out. And if I like it, absolutely yes or and then if i don't because it it potentially doesn't fall under my agenda of like oh well it didn't come out this year so i can't add it to this year's playlist however i can add it to last year's playlist if that's when it came out and also too specifically i mean mine is kind of a very specific sort of you know doomy underground stoner rock type of thing so if it fits into that genre then absolutely i'll i'll add it if i think it's you know if i think it's appropriate or whatever you know and if and if i dig it and i'm all about it man i mean to me this is like i'm a fan first and i'm about promoting underground artists and there's been a lot of underground artists that have reached out to me because of this playlist and i've built over a lot of a lot of relationships because of it whether they're with you know bloggers or you know mixtape guys even record labels or whatever like a, a lot of people have really sort of embraced what i'm doing here in this little underground culture and it's been very positive and i and i feel i feel good yeah about it. i mean your playlist is absolutely overwhelming to me i almost don't know where to start most days but i think <laughs> it's incredible and i love that you created a custom url that redirects people there it's what volume forever forever yeah yep um and and real quick 
I found the episode where we cover Spotify previously, and would you believe it, Blasco? Episode 32. So exactly wow. 32 episodes ago. Ha- halfway from where we are now. Yeah, so it, guys, everyone listening here to episode 64, if you want to dig deeper into item number four here, which is pitch non-Spotify playlists, rewind, go back and listen to the entirety of episode 32, and you will be given a wealth of information of how to tackle this uh, potentially daunting, overwhelming Spotify world. And, if, and, and uh, we're let, me, let me make a mention. If anybody who's listening, you know, is is doing this and doing it well and has success stories or, you know, has a different strategy that maybe we're unaware of, we'd love to hear from you in regards to this stuff. One of the reasons why Blasco and I do this is, you know, we've got experience and some wisdom, but you know, why we get along so well is we're always curious to hear what others are doing that maybe we're unaware of. So, yeah, I mean, everyone listening, we love it whenever you guys listen to an episode, you take the strategies, you put them in action and they work or you see a result one way or the other, whether it's positive or negative. And then you write us and you tell us like, Hey, I did this and it worked or, Hey, I did this and it didn't work or, Hey, I did this, but I also did this. And this also worked, man. It's like the whole point of this whole podcast is not only for uh, me and Mike to, to talk to you about, you know, and give you some insight into the business, but it's for us to give you actionable items that you can go and put into practice and then let us know it's the engagement with you all that we really appreciate absolutely the final number five your own playlist start putting together your own playlist and share it you can push your own songs and offer other playlist curators to exchange tracks build up a playlist network volume forever anyone it's actually sort of funny there's a um a blog who you know has a playlist you know that's been that they just whenever they premiere tracks or you know showcase a band or highlight something then they add one of those bands tracks to their spotify playlist and i was in a discussion this week and somebody said i think it's still free but i think they might start charging you know, for people to go on to that playlist. And they said it, you know, with with what sounded to me like a little bit of a negative tone. And I just thought, you know, and again, I don't even know what the official rules are. I don't know if Spotify allows people to, you know, uh, charge to be added. But my thought was, yeah, they've done something. They've built something that has a platform that has exposure. And if that's beneficial to promoting, you know, you as an artist, then if the price is right, I don't see anything anything wrong in, in that necessarily. What is, what is your take, Blasco? There, Spotify publicly will shame the idea of pay-to-play, but they are way too overwhelmed to police it all. So there obviously is a ton of uh, you know sites that offer playlisting at a price. I I think you got to do your research on those companies that do that and see about people that get results versus ones that are just taking your money. 
Well, um, hold on. I, I let me. Maybe I didn't do a good enough job of explaining it. So this is, you know, an online blog that has a, a great following. You know, they've been around for a long time. They've got great socials. And again, like let's say you had a Black Veil Brides track coming out, uh, you know, a video, and they premiered it. They would add that to their, you know, Spotify playlist, their human generated or company generated Spotify playlist. But now what I sensed from this brief conversation was, let's say I had a band that had a track coming out. I could go to them and say, Hey, you know, I want to be on that playlist. And they would say, cool, you know, let's, let's, let's talk about a price. So this isn't necessarily a company pitching. It's more, you know, someone who owns it, I guess, you know, in the simplest terms, if I came to you and said, Hey, I want to, a track on volume forever, you know, and, and you said, well, let's, let's talk about a price. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, it's, it's advertising. It's justify. It's a justifiable ad spend, right? Like we don't put, we don't spend money for full page ads in print magazines anymore, you know, because well, there's hardly any of any of them ever around, but we realize that no one really reads them. You know, no one really sees that money can be better spent potentially on blogs like you're talking about to get some visibility because the visibility is online now. It's not in hard printed magazines. Yeah, you know, so it's, it's, it's all, just a justifiable ad spend. Yeah, I, I guess you know. I think, and I hear so many people that have complained over the years about you know Spotify going from free to you know making you buy ads or boost posts. And to me, it's sort of that same thing. It's like, well, you know, they've built this platform to give you exposure. You know, I don't think there's anything inherently wrong with charging for you to you know reach more people on their platform yeah it's their platform if you don't like it create your own that's free <laughs> you know i mean it's like it's their platform you got to play the game you know be stoked that it it worked the way that it worked for as long as it did but you know it's 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 their platform and they write the rules and so you know we we you and i as our playlist we do the best that we can to provide hacks to potentially work your way around that because that's that's what this podcast is all about um but you know at the end of the day sometimes you just got to break down and you know flip a little invest a little bit into your into your situation to uh get a little bit more visibility and that's just the, the name of the game you know but um yeah but i i do like this idea of you know having your own playlist and sharing it and and even building a network like that's that's kind of fascinating to me and pretty cool. Have you seen any examples of that? Yeah, I mean, here's the cool thing about this is there's no rules, right? There's, you know, you know, like kind of Randy was saying on the last episode of like, you know, they, they brought in they brought in a designer and kind of almost made him an integral part of the the presentation. You know, he's almost a member of the band, if you will, in terms of that he really sort of helped design the presentation of this uh, of this album and i think that there's no rules anymore so uh, it's like as creative as you can be is as creative as as this digital space will let you be so it's like could you create a playlist about an album that you put out and you make this playlist specifically 
these are the bands and these are the songs that inspired us to make this record. These are the bands and these are the songs that inspired us to be a band in the first place. You know, um, it, it's like it, it could be an inspirational thing. It could be like you could create a playlist of this is our set list on this tour. You know, you could create a playlist like that. Share it with your friends. You know, you could actually create collaborative playlists now. You could put that out there and be and, and encourage your fans to collaborate and you know make make set lists or you know what have you or or hey like we want to hear from you guys like let, let's collaborate on a playlist and let's you know let's just say that we're going to DJ you know you're going to you're going to you're going to be a, a, a virtual DJ between bands on our. Uh, uh, on our tour, right? And maybe that playlist is what gets played between bands, right? On, on a tour, like something like that. And maybe, you know, you could mention them or, you know, give them some kind of shout out or whatever. Then there's no rules. Like as, as, as crazy of an idea as you can think you can put out there. Yeah, it reminds me a couple years ago, one of the guys I work with who does a ton of EDM stuff, uh, he, on SoundCloud, he sort of created this network where, you know, there was, I think 20 to 25 artists and each time one of them released a new track, the other person would add it to, you know, I think their SoundCloud profile and promote it. And so it's sort of the same thing here. You know, if you're a developing artist and you're trying to get more and more exposure and you're creating, you know, like you said, some sort of playlist of like what inspires you and you can find 10 other, you know, artists of similar size that you can add their tracks and then they can return that favor. I mean, that to me, it just sounds like an amazing way to utilize this platform to, to you know, maximize your exposure, even when you don't have, you know, a, a significant fan base just yet. Yeah, look, I, I'll summarize this one uh, in that, you know, the key here is communicating with your audience and don't think of Spotify as just some place that exists that has your music on it. Find ways for it to be utilized in your in your tool chest of uh, of things that you use to communicate with your fan base, with your audience. You know, put this up there with the Instagrams and Facebooks and and YouTubes of the world, man. This is one more tool that you can use to engage and communicate with your fans. And it's important to think of Spotify that way. Yeah. I mean, whatever energy you're willing to put in is what you're potentially going to get out. So, you know, it can seem a little overwhelming at times. There are so many places that you do need to focus your attention and promotion. And, you know, one of the things we encourage people to do is, is, you know, task each band member with a particular platform. You know, somebody handles the Facebook, somebody handles the Instagram, somebody handles the Spotify, you know, whatever makes sense, you know, for you and your band to ensure that it's getting done. Because, you know, as Blasco and I, you know, covered in episode 60, sometimes it's about just getting started. No, you're not going to have 500,000 people following your playlist the first day you make it. But if you never make it, <laughs> you'll never have any, you know, followers. You'll never have anyone paying attention. So, um, yeah, just just get out there and, and and yeah, like you said, let's let's. I mean, I want to hear some examples of what people have done, what creative things they're doing with playlisting and networking as well. Yes. 
Well, that concludes episode 64. Thank you for tuning in. We will be back here next week. In the meantime, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Blasco1313. We encourage you to email us any questions or comments you may have for the podcast to me directly at askblasco at gmail.com. If you have listened this far, much respect to you for making efforts to educate yourselves and taking your future into your own hands. Mike, what you got cooking? What a good episode. This one's fun because I learned something. You know, I learned a couple things along the way. Uh, you guys can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Mike O'Luke. Uh, also, please take a minute to check out my coaching platform, OuterLoopCoaching.com, where we talk a ton about all the different strategies that you can utilize to, uh, you know, position yourself, whether you're an artist or an aspiring professional in the business, you know, educate yourself and have the tools, as Blasco said, with Spotify, you know, it's just another, another tool in your tool chest. Um, last but not least... Rockabilia and Banzoogle are our sponsors. Head over to each of those sites and use our codes PCJabberJaw for 15% off anything at rockabilia.com. And Mental is the code at Banzoogle.com uh, for 15% off of a subscription. So that's all I got, Mr. Blasco. I think I think my fever's gone up since we started this thing. Oh no. Uh, well, Mike, feel better, and thanks everyone for tuning in. Peace. This is the Jabberjaw Podcast Network. Hey, this is Aaron from No Simple Road. I'm inviting you to come hang out with Apple, Mel, and I as we talk with the musicians, artists, chefs, authors, and beyond from the world that turns us on. We're reaching into the improvisational music scene, the psychedelic culture, the festival world, and getting to know what makes the people tick that create those scenes. Come join us on the long, strange trip over at No Simple Road.